Three old messages. Yeah, Mike, it's Pete. Listen, I got the sheet. You know, it's a dollar. Uh, where the fuck is that thing? It's, um, what are they doing? Hey guys, welcome to the 1218 Show. That was an interesting little intro, I'm sure. Probably probably wasn't expecting that. That was an old friend of mine. We called him Old Man Pete. His name was Pete Garvey. Passed away in uh, somewhere around 2005, maybe 2004, I guess. Anyway, I wanted to bring him up because it's Derby Week. And uh, I love the Kentucky Derby. I'm I'm a big fan of horse racing. I I enjoy it. Uh, I wouldn't say that I'm... You know, I don't follow it year round. I couldn't couldn't tell you who's who's uh, top jockeys or anything like that. But I do follow it uh, around this time of year. Um, it marks marks spring for me, the beginning of beginning of spring summer. Um, you know, Memorial Day is coming up, and it's just it's it just a, it's just a good kickoff to the to the best months of the year. Uh, I always say that my favorite time of year is um, May first to January first. <laughs> I just January, February, March, and April. Ugh, I could do without. Um, anyway, that voice recording. I want to talk about it real quick, and then I want to tell you a quick story about Old Man Pete. Um, and uh, you know, we'll close it off with that. It's going to be a short one this week. So that video, that voice recording you just heard, uh, was a voice message that he left on my phone, uh, on my I, the old school phone, like a real phone phone. Um, Back when I lived uh, with my roommate Aaron, which you guys have seen or listened to, um, back in like 2000, like I said, maybe maybe three or four or something like that. Um, he so the reason I wanted to bring him up in 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 uh, in line with the Derby is he was a he's an old school New Yorker, born and raised in Hell's Kitchen. He's he told me story after story. He kind of took me under my wing under his wing when I first moved here into the neighborhood. Um, started working in this bar. He taught me everything from how to play the daily number to, to to horse racing to gambling on games. Like he was, he was just an old school guy that you know if there was something to gamble on, he gambled on it. He wasn't one of those guys that was you know his his bets were five and ten dollars, and he was just a just a daily just an old school New Yorker. Like when you see in the old movies when they walk into a bar, like hey, what was the number? Or, ah, I bet on this horse at an OTB or whatever. Like. You know, those sound kind of cliche, and you see them in countless movies, but those those kinds of people, um, they're, they're real characters in the world, and Old Man Pete was one of them. And uh, we spent a lot of time together towards the end of his life. Um, 
in his own words, he wasn't uh, wasn't the best of uh, of a family man, best of father, best of husband. So he, uh, excuse me, he was actually still married when he when he passed away, but he um, spent uh, the majority of his later in his life living alone. Um, so without his family uh, being too much around, he kind of kind of kind of took me under his wing, and I was fully appreciative of it. We had a lot of good times and a lot of good memories, and you'll probably hear him come up often throughout throughout my throughout the podcast. Um, so if I ever reference old man Pete, this is him. So he, uh, but horse racing every year, oh man, the Derby and the Preakness and the Belmont, and he would get into um, all the, all, he just, he knew, he followed it from, for, there's the other one, the, kind of the prequel to the, to the Derby, and right now I'm blanking on a, blanking on the, uh, the name of it, but he, I mean, he would watch that race to, to start making his picks for the Derby, and he followed the jockeys and knew who their sires were and knew the bloodlines and where they were raised and if they ran in in rain or, or dirt or grass or, you know, I mean, he just knew. He just paid attention. Um, it was just his hobby of his, and I really kind of took to it. I, I followed him, and um, I, hit a, I hit a trifecta for like 780 bucks, maybe the second or third year that we were doing it, and it was it was quite exciting. It was probably the biggest thing I've ever, ever won. Um and it was, it was just, uh, he was so excited. I mean, I think he was more excited about it than I was. He just, ah, motherfucker. Oh, and that's the other thing too, I should say that because he is, was an old dude, old New Yorker, he, uh, uh, cursed like a sailor. I mean, he just cursed, cursed, cursed. Every word was fucking, and, and son of a bitch, and this, and I mean, cocksucker. And, uh, it was crazy. He just cursed like a sailor. And, but it was so endearing. You, you just love to listen to it. Um, and I know that sounds weird, but it's just, it, maybe you heard it there in the, uh, in the, in the recording. I think he cursed it and he says, you know, why the fuck did I put this fucking paper? Anyway, that, that recording. So during football season every year, he would, um, he would, there was, there's pools all over the place, you know, bars and this, this particular one was a doorman that he knew that lived across the way from where he did or down the, down the block. And so he got in, if there's a pool, he was in it. And so he had to make picks every week. And so. I, when I was first bartending at, at this at Coastal, um, he would come in. When I'd open up, he would be in within 15 minutes of me opening the door. He'd come in, and he'd bring me a cup of coffee and and uh, a daily number. Like I just I gave him my uh, my my pick my number, which was just a, most people just play the same number every time. So he knew my number. So he'd come in with a cup of coffee and a. Uh, a lotto ticket, you know, just my daily number, and um, then we'd sit there and decide what was, what what we we're gonna pick in our pools, or what horse we we're gonna gamble on, or what you know what what game we we're gonna bet on, or whatever the case may be. We had just hours and hours and endless hours of conversation, and uh, uh, I really I really did miss those things when he when he died. But the point being, it's Derby week, and um, I'm excited about the Derby. I love the Kentucky Derby. Uh, I went once. I got to go in 2008. Uh, me and a buddy of mine, his name's Todd. He uh, he has a, a friend that lives in Louisville. Has this big, huge, beautiful house. With, I mean, could it could fit three families in it? And we, so he um, we took one of the corners of the house because he was it was just him and his him and his two children. And um, so we got to crash in this guy's house and uh, went to the Derby. It was the year Big Brown won. Um, and uh, the I think in the uh, the day before the Oaks, that was the race that I was trying to think of. Um, the day before, um, or the race before that, uh, 
that Derby was the one where eight bells broke her legs. And uh, so we were there for all that. We saw that, that whole thing and saw Big Brown run the race and um, whatnot. That was that was quite quite a trip. I hope to um, um, go again someday. That was that was fun. We sat in the bleachers. We didn't go to the infield. That's for all the like, drunk college kids. <laughs> but um, we sat in the bleachers, and they were great. I mean, we were sitting just past the starting gate, and if you know the, the course of the, the Derby um, – they come out of the starting gate, go all the way around the track, and then pass the starting line again before they before they're on their final furlong to the finish. So um, you actually get to see them run by you twice when you're sitting right there in the bleachers. So um, that was that was quite an experience. But um, I think uh, I think the Derby's fun. So I wanted to just kind of talk about it. I don't know if you guys are. Um, into into betting or if there's an OTB in your town still or what so many things are on apps now um OTBs have all kind of closed down here in New York which is also a bummer that was such an experience to go into these places you walk in these old timers sitting there come on you bum run man <laughs> all day long they're betting every race here and there ah god damn it that's that so we um I miss that but the nowadays they can do it on the apps um you can bet the horses or whatnot. So they have, you know, specific horse betting apps and whatnot. So I uh I haven't I haven't done well in the Derby in the last uh last couple of years. I haven't hit anything. Um and it's basically basically because I the Derby really the, the Derby's the best one to bet of the three because there's so many horses. They run 20 horses in the, in the Kentucky Derby, which means that it's really kind of a toss-up. Now, obviously, you always have your, your heavily favored ones. Now, there have been upsets in the past. The 50-to-1 shot one several years ago. And, um, but if you take a uh, take one of the uh, – if you take the Derby and look at – Look at the field. There's there's always going to be six, five, six, seven, five or six or seven horses that are that the odds are under ten to one, and then there's other you know twelve twelve or more horses um, that are the odds are better than ten to one odds. So I don't want to say if you do your research and you, if you've handicapped them all and all this kind of stuff. That's kind of crazy. Truthfully, just pick some numbers out of a hat and you'll be just as lucky as anything. The reason I'm saying this is that I I tend to I like to the Derby's the one where I like to put in some exotics and whatnot like some trifectas and superfectas, um, you know, and they're just a dollar, but I box them up and whatnot. Um, the uh, so that they can come in. If I say box them up, I, I, that means the horses can come in in, in any order. So let's say I, I bet one, two, three, four. I think those are the four horses that are going to bet. Um, if I if you box them, that costs more. But it's uh, but they can come in in any order, so they could come in three, four, one, two, or how any combination of one, two, three, four, and that and then that would be, and then the payout is obviously big on those. Um, so I like the Derby because you can often try to pick uh, a long shot or two and stick them in those exotic bets, those trifectas and and superfectas, and you know I mean the odds are ridiculously against you, but on the off chance that you hit one. I mean, the year that I won uh, the $780 or whatever it was, uh, back in, gosh, that was, it was Bird something, something Bird. Mind That Bird, I think, was the name of the horse that, that I got, that I hit the triple on. Anyway, the trifecta was, it was, you know, it was either a dollar or $2. I don't remember what I put on it. Um, you know, so the total bet ended up being like 24 bucks. But it's, um, ended up, you know, winning $780 on $24. And... Again, it's not something you can do all the time, but it's fun if you, you know, as long as you're not putting the rent on it and, you know, putting the, 
putting 30 or 40 bucks on it or 50 bucks, whatever kind of fits in your world. It's quite a quite a fun uh, quite a fun day. Plus, it's the most exciting uh, minute and a half in sports. I mean, <laughs> it's go, it's a minute and a half, and boom, it's over, and then that's it. So there's always always room for or a possibility for something crazy to happen, and um, it's just it's really one of my favorite events of the year. I would go every year if I was if I was a person of means and and uh, had the time and, and money to do it. I would I would certainly do it. I, I really really enjoy that day. Um, I will say it was kind of cool uh, when I went to the Derby. One of the things that I, the airport is, you know, a few miles away from where the uh, Churchill Downs is. So you're sitting there in the bleachers and around, I want to say, one thirty-two in the afternoon, we, we were, the flight path was kind of over the, the racetrack. And all of a sudden you just kind of start seeing more, like every few minutes, a private jet flying in. And by three thirty, four o'clock, it was like there was a line of them, just a straight line of private jets flying in. I mean, all the big money, the big rich guys and the um, movie stars and shit that you, that you watch on the TV there, if they didn't get there, if they're not part of the whole pre thing or whatever, they're all flying in right there just for the event. They fly, they land, they take their car over to the derby, make their appearance, watch the race, maybe make a bet or two, whatever they do. Um... And then if they don't have dinner or plans afterwards, they're probably back on their jet and on their way out. But in the, in the, in the two hours right up to the race, that, I mean, it was just a line of private jets just flying in. It was really something I wasn't, you'd go there for um, all these all this fun stuff about horse racing and end up seeing something like that. And you're like, wow, that's I didn't expect that. So anyway, um, this is Old Man Pete's week. It's Derby week. I, I, I never, never bet on the Kentucky Derby or think about the Kentucky Derby without thinking Old Man Pete. It was probably our favorite week uh, of the year when when he was alive and uh, when we'd, we'd um, play the horses and bet some bet some ponies and stuff. My three favorite horses this year at, at, at quick at first glance are five. I'm sorry, scratch that. Five is not one of them. Of course, that's probably one of the win now. Um, six, 15, and 19. Those are my three picks right now. So if you really have no idea, but you want to bet something, um, I'm taking six, 15, and 19. I'm going to put them in a, a dollar trifecta box and, uh, I'll probably take the, take, uh, one or two of them across the board, meaning win, place, and show, whichever has the worst odds. That's probably who I'll take across the board just because that's the only way you can win some money. Um, cool. Well, listen, I started a trivia thread. If you haven't um, checked it out yet, check it out. Uh, second trivia should be up here in the next day or two. I'm about halfway done with it right now. It takes a little time to get it all put together, but I'm about halfway done with it now. Um, the podcast will the podcast will be up first, and the trivia will be up shortly thereafter. So, um, if you haven't checked it out, check it out. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to get a whole bunch of the, the plan here is to get a whole bunch of trivia's going because that would I, I'd lo- I'd love to find other reasons to drive traffic to the channel. Um, and I feel like trivia is a really neat way to kind of, I don't know if you, if you're sitting around and you're getting ready to go out or, uh, or even if you're just in for the night and can't find what to watch on TV. If I had, I don't know, 25, 30, 40 different trivia things up there, all of them being less than 10 minutes long, they're kind of fun to do, right? I mean, you just get to sit there and guess, you know, play it by yourself if you want, or if you've got a group of people or just you and your you and your significant other, or you and the kids, or whatever. So uh, I'll keep the curse words and things out of most of them. <laughs> I won't. Uh, I'll, I'll certainly put up a warning if we ever do a dirty trivia, which would be kind of fun. 
Um, okay, cool. Well, listen, um, enjoy the week. I hope that uh, you all win a bunch of money playing the Kentucky Derby. I hope my horses come in 16, 6, 15, and 19. And um, that's about it for this week. Uh, I hope you guys have a great weekend, and I hope you win a lot of money. Uh, much love. This is Mike signing out. Talk to you soon.